0: Hey everybody, welcome to 90 Day Fiancé Cray Cray. I'm Kim.
1: And I'm Kyle. And can I get a pat on the back at least for the
0: pearl necklace? You are the worst sexual person in the world.
1: The worst sexual person.
0: Is my favorite line, my new favorite line from this show.
1: Go ask my ex-boyfriend. (laughs) Fucker. Fuck Fuck you a hundred times.
0: Also... As usual, Gino didn't have an orgasm because he gets tired and out of breath. Yeah. <laughs> These two are fucking fantastic casting. I don't care what anybody says. They are such a shit show every week. And they really just hurl insults at each other. You know? So it's, I, I, it's um, so bad.
1: I have a uh, good morning. I have the meat that you want. <laughs>
0: And
1: then she goes, yeah, he took a blue pill, but he couldn't come because he got tired. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Thank you for informing uh, the whole country. Appreciate that. It's great.
0: Oh, it's so funny. I just love it so much. Like, they have the most absurd fights. The comebacks are so bad. They're hilarious. I just... Uh, it was great. I, the whole if, fight if was great. If
1: you're Gino, you have to be doing push-ups every day to prepare for this trip. Come on, man.
0: Uh, right? I also love that Jasmine has counted the number of times they have had sex in the, their two-and-a-half-year relationship. And last night was number seven.
1: It's kind of wild. N- none of those actually resulted in completion. Nope.
0: Nope. nope. He's got to go to the bathroom. But, you know, it doesn't matter because now it's over. And from the bottom of my heart, fuck you 1,000 times over. <laughs> I think she's not keen on the prenup, Kyle. What do you think?
1: I, I don't know. I think that she's really close to accepting it, you know?
0: Yeah. She might come around.
1: <laughs> she Look, she's going to get the highest level of financial protection. <laughs>
0: Yeah, don't worry. Don't worry. Gino's going to fix it because he wrote down some notes in Sharpie on a piece of paper that says that guarantees Jasmine's going to get maximum financial protection unless she cheats.
1: She wrote it down. This napkin is a binding legal document. okay? and (laughs) uh, if I have to duct tape it back together, then it's even stronger than before.
0: Even stronger. He has a picture of it. Don't worry. Nothing's yeah, it's been a picture
1: That'll hold <laughs> up. That'll hold up in court. <laughs> yeah.
0: I also like Amanda gets more somehow gets more boring.
1: It's amazing every it's actually, week. It's actually incredible to watch someone becoming more boring before your very eyes, isn't it?
0: I've I've told him Five times, I don't eat shrimp. How can he not remember? Because your dietary restrictions are fucking boring and nobody cares.
1: (laughs) I know. Nobody
0: cares about your diet. nobody Nobody cares
1: it's funny like if you list all the things that she said in this episode that she wasn't eating none of none of them are like unreasonable tons of people don't eat dairy i've i've had to cut back on on dairy because i'm fucking fat and like gmo fine you know i yeah sure right you're in europe by
0: the way you're in europe Nothing's yeah, GMO. millions,
1: millions of people don't eat shellfish around the world. Yeah. Fine, packaged foods. Okay, you want to be like more natural and healthy. Get that, but you don't live in the same country as him. This shit doesn't come up organically in conversation. And to get mad at him for not remembering the whole list is so stupid. Like, do you so re- dumb. like? Do you think that he's taking notes? When you have video chat conversations, no, she's looking at his abs. So <laughs> I, I guarantee you, she doesn't remember a goddamn thing that he's ever said about himself. She's she the pancake talks- king.
0: <laughs> when she ate the pancake, after I found out she was a picky eater, I was blown away that she the- she had eaten the pancake because, like, definitely gluten's on pancake. that list, right? It Um, has
1: been at some point for sure At some
0: point I just like Amanda talks to Razvan Like I talk to my 8th grade boyfriend You know like Well I told you what I don't like And then I guess you make your own decision And I'll just be pissed off When you do what I told you not to do But I'm not going to tell you not to do it Shut up
1: You know what makes her an insanely boring person Is any scenario That they walk into She does this thing where she immediately thinks of the worst possible outcome and then whines about it to him. For example, walking into the park, you're in a goddamn, you're in a goddamn park. What if they poop on me? Okay. What if a piano falls out of a plane and hits you in the face? (laughs) Like, I don't know. Who fucking cares? should we we not go to the park should we remain indoors at all times what if their vampire bats is creeping me out okay it's the middle of the day in a park
0: shut the fuck up fucking survive i just she's so boring i just can you imagine being friends with this person absolutely insufferable
1: how do i like this fucking guy more every week how, do, how is it happening how is it possible
0: <laughs> we literally are on the side of the tiktok fuck boy that's Who how spreads bad it is chocolate
1: on his six-pack for <laughs> thirst clicks
0: <laughs> that's better than her hey he makes two grand a month doing it i support it um i
1: can't i fucking can't
0: Oh God. I just, I still like him more. I like him more. It's bad. I, I did think overall though, this is a good episode. I laughed a lot. We get to meet a new cast member or two, I guess, Cleo and Christian both. Um, and just the Nicola Misha situation. <laughs> just, there's a lot to say The Gino and Jasmine fights were a highlight. I don't like the way that they're approaching the Cleo storyline. It's no, so not at all. This so is bad. this is why it's so disappointing. Like, if you tell me, oh, Matt Sharp's gonna have a trans cast member on one of his shows, I immediately expect the worst. However, sure. last season we saw Gabe, and I think it was handled really well. And like we were surprised. I everybody was really into that storyline. Um, and, you know, it was because like, it felt really genuine and I don't know what they're doing here with like, I feel like production is steering Cleo in this, you know, I, I, I don't know if they're like leading Christian to it's, it's just, it is not, it's, it's really cringy. You know, you
1: know what this feels bad. like this, this feels, I don't even remember the dudes. Oh, This feels identical to Kolob and Alina to me.
0: Oh, you're so right.
1: Like, you have a fuck boy who at first appears like kind of douchey, but whatever. I mean, there's worse guys out there. And then they're hooked up with someone, and it just feels really odd that they would be together. But okay, I'm going to go with it. And then... TLC just makes this a total dumpster fire and does like everything wrong. But also, you know, they've this happens every single time whenever they have, um, you know, someone outside of the main. I don't even know how to say it, but like someone that's like for here's I'll just use examples. Kenny Armando, first gay couple on the mm-hmm. franchise. Awesome. Everyone else after that total clown show dumpster fire. (laughs) Right. right? Of course. Um, first trans person, Gabe. Awesome. Great. In fact, like everyone on the show is respectful about it. Uh, you learn some stuff, you know, Gabe is not like some perfect person and he's not portrayed that way at the tell all. I thought he was kind of annoying, but that's look, he's a human being and it's portrayed pretty fairly. And I think that, The dis- I, mean, I feel like we learn stuff right and it's every single time it's the second person in that uh, category they have on is a yeah. disaster now I don't I don't feel like we know enough about Cleo to like make some kind of judgment or anything like that at all in fact I think I, I actually probably have a take on this astrology stuff that people are going to find surprising but um it's more the it's it's the it's the production right i fucking i fucking hate this like we're gonna add horrible Uh, screeching sound effects to make it make you know how it feels to be autistic and like fucking stop it walking through the tourist
0: center of london like
1: even like blurring the screens the worst
0: what autistic person said this is how they see the world when they... I mean, maybe maybe this is how Cleo described it to production. We don't need the editing effects. It's yeah, it's the same thing they're it. doing <laughs> with David and, like, the silent, like, muffled noise. It's, it doesn't work. Stop doing it.
1: Stop. Please stop.
0: stop. Please stop. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must-not-take-yourself-too-seriously and... 6 1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new bumble now. Kyle, where do you want to start? You want to start with Misha?
1: Oh, totally. I love her. I love her intro little scene where she does the sign of the cross, just to really remind you how much she (laughs) loves Jesus. We got to make sure you're continually reminded every five seconds.
0: Yes, she is. I have just never met a Catholic like this, like praying in public a lot, being very vocal, talking about God all the time. Like it is weird to me. I guess the Catholics I grew up with were just more subdued and quiet. And, you no, know, every, sat in their every, shame in private.
1: Every Catholic that we've seen talk about this say, is, says how bizarrely performative this is. I mean, she's, yeah. she's really behaving like a, a Seventh-day Adventist or, or just, just someone that, like a Southern Baptist or something, you know?
0: I wonder how, the, like, the Catholic Church feels about her. Like, do they feel like, oh, yay, we have this oh, hot, this yeah, like, spokeswoman yeah. for this? No, that's how they feel. Or, okay. For sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, I will say the one thing an that I... They article
1: about her in, like, their fucking <laughs> magazine. like, a, Like, it, it was a four-page article with many pictures what? of her looking cute. Yeah.
0: And what was it? In the Catholic spirit... Yeah. April 26, 2023 edition. April 6th, but yeah. April yeah. 6th, yeah. No, they're um, very
1: happy to have her.
0: Yeah. I just, I guess I was really shocked this episode how comfortable she and Nicola seemed to be right off the bat.
1: Right. Yeah. No, They'd I mean, these met. people, th- this is an example of people, we've seen couples you know, on this show and love after lockup where they can doesn't matter if they've been talking for five years. It's awkward as fuck when they meet. Yes. And it's really other than him being, you know, look, you can tell that the guy, you know, he's not some Lothario that knows all these moves or something. He is, he, he definitely is not as passionately affectionate as her. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. almost more like he's just not as extra as she is. But yeah. t- I agree with you overall that, like, they – it was a – look, it was an enthusiastic meeting. They're not shy around each other. They're they're going for it.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, she even comments at one point, like, you know, maybe it's a little bit weird for him. Like, for me, I know that I can be affectionate and, like, cute and know that it's not going to lead to sex. Whereas Nicola's never really been in a relationship. So – it's harder for him to show affection, and that could be a problem. But
1: well, and, and um, he'll also, yeah. he also might misinterpret her friendliness and flirtiness as being from literally Beelzebub himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, when she's I, even like touching and grabbing his ass.
0: I know. I was kind of surprised. Yeah. It was, it was a lot. I will say, though, coming off the plane, she looked shockingly good. Like, it's who stupid <laughs> looks like that coming off a plane? She she looks even better with no makeup on, I think. She had, like, very little yeah. makeup on the plane. I was like, God, I think she looks better. Um, but this is, I guess she's flying into Tel Aviv because we see Nicola in a Tel Aviv hotel. He has to be close to the airport to pick her up. But he says later, like, oh, we're not staying with my mom. We're going to Nazareth. Going to stay close to Jesus, Jesus' birthplace mom, the whole time.
1: My mom is a fucking bitch, so we're going <laughs> to stay near Jesus. I mean, he almost says that straight up.
0: <laughs> he says his mom causes too much drama. They definitely can't stay with her. He also hasn't <laughs> told anybody in his family about Misha, though. This is like a big problem.
1: I, I he, His mom has to know about her. But it seems like nobody knows that she's there, which if you live with your mom and you've never had a job and you just go fishing all day, what's the <laughs> can you just say I'm bouncing to Nazareth for a week piece?
0: I is know. That, what is she going to think? How does he have yeah. money?
1: And like, we know that she is filmed at some point. Like they, it, the first I mean, maybe this is out of maybe there was timeline fraud. And, and they filmed mm. this scene later, but we saw a scene with him and his mom. Yeah. Maybe he, she's I filmed mean, at some maybe, point. Maybe he told her that they're filming a documentary about Jesus and uh, I got to yeah. go film in Nazareth. Who knows? But yeah, <laughs> weird.
0: Misha shows up with two of the heaviest suitcases I've ever seen. And I feel like she's only there for like 10 days. They're spending eight nights in Nazareth And I, it doesn't seem like there's any plans past that. So I'm going to go with the 10 days and like, what is all this stuff that she has?
1: Kind, Kind of shocking that that much stuff could fit into those suitcases. She didn't do a Darcy. She didn't have nine suitcases on a fucking with a pulley system and a cart I there were only two, right?
0: Yeah, there were and she only unpacked one.
1: I mean, it's a kind of a amazing feat of engineering. Um
0: yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, the suitcase, But why, why
1: does she need that much stuff for 2 weeks?
0: I have no idea. I have no idea. She had like 8 pairs of sandals. It's like this is not necessary. She clearly has never been on an international trip before.
1: This guy I, I hasn't touched to... a woman in 16 years. Oh,
0: my God.
1: Who, who is she trying to impress? She's like, this is the thing about Misha. Like, I totally believe that she's sincere about her faith, but obviously. But a lot of this feels like I just really, really want to be on TV
0: I agree um, especially because she's so hesitant to like commit to Nicolas like let's get married tomorrow and she's like uh,
1: I mean that's the logical thing. Yeah. But um I mean she's not wrong. But man, it's this is someone that was literally on TV relatively recently and it kind of feels like it's a little bit of uh I'm not making enough money with the church. I need to get my ass back on the screen. I don't know.
0: Maybe. It was even like her interaction all God's like plan. when no. Yeah, when Nicola like interacts with the hotel clerk and she's like why are you giving this hotel clerk so much information? And then she kind of feels a little embarrassed. It kind of fe- seems like she's a little embarrassed and she's she says in her ITM like I'm just realizing that Nicola like being a 46-year-old version Virgin is going to be like a little awkward. Like she's just now realized that that now. Yeah.
1: After seven years.
0: Yeah. So I don't know, but the suitcase explosion, what did he he leave? He like left for 30 minutes to find wine and he comes back and there's just shit. They need a way bigger room. There's stuff all over the room. Packed full twin beds. Love that. It's twin beds. So funny.
1: I imagine Ugh. a lot of people make pilgr- pilgrimages to Nazareth, but maybe they're not used to people bringing their entire wardrobe. <laughs> Usually, it's a it's a, maybe a bit of a more of a humbled experience, you know.
0: <laughs> She's like not, Celine Dion. A,
1: yeah. Oh my god.
0: That was there's great. Like, like
1: it's an incredibly dated reference. It's so amazing.
0: <laughs> I know. I know. Also, yeah. I just like he's there's old. <laughs>
1: This fucking dude hasn't been outside for 20 years, Kim. It's amazing.
0: <laughs> um, Yeah, it's pretty funny. I I love the suitcase explosion. She's like, what? What? She's like, you just, you know, he accepts it pretty much immediately. Like, she's quirky, but I love her. And, you know, Nicola, he's living the dream. Once she gets that annulment, which apparently is fake because they were married in a civil ceremony so you don't have to seek a catholic church annulment in that scenario it seems well
1: so that i i don't think so like it, what i was getting at last week is that because her first wedding wasn't catholic it can be trivially annulled but mm-hmm. they still have to do it yeah it's just it's not it's not like a will they won't they and also someone pointed out in our Facebook group that you can literally just buy one if mm-hmm. you don't meet any of the other criteria.
0: What? Uh, an yeah. organized religious organization makes you yeah. pay to have services done?
1: What is yeah. that called? What is that called in Catholicism? There's an entire term for it.
0: Uh like tithing?
1: No, no. Like th- I think they ended this practice, but back in the day... Like hundreds of years ago, you could literally just buy your way to heaven. Oh, this was a whole I thing don't know. back in, I yeah, this was a huge deal. Um, the entire movie Dogma like dealt with this too. Fuck, sorry, there's gonna be a whole thing uh, about it. I apologize. Well,
0: no, it's it's referred to as indulgences.
1: Uh, right. Yes, indulgence. Yep.
0: Yeah. A concept in Catholicism that originated in the medieval period.
1: Yeah. So basically, rich people can get into heaven. Super yeah. cool. Yeah. Great. Really worked Anything out. Anything else about wealth? these
0: two? We didn't we didn't see a whole lot, but I am like excited to continue watching them. I think they're funny.
1: I just can't believe that she thinks this dude is hot. But uh, yeah, you not know, God, God's plan, et cetera, et cetera. Maybe those two sons really blinded her. <laughs>
0: Got to her brain. <laughs> uh, I guess Gino and Jasmine are next. This is pretty heavy hitters to be covering this early, but let's do it. Uh, I mean, hot take. I don't like the luxury apartment. I would prefer to be in some like Panama City neighborhood on the ground floor, cute, looking around, having food stalls nearby. I don't like this like skyscraper downtown vibe
1: if you i mean if you're from panama maybe it's different but yeah i don't know in terms of like if you're just visiting i understand what you mean um am i am i insane or is jasmine like kind of reasonable (laughs) i don't know like she's (laughs) she seems to be like very quickly Coming back to the table and trying to reconcile, she apologizes. She's already apologized to him a couple times for being a little bit too crazy, but she's honestly less crazy than last season, which is wild a wild thing to say. Um, Except
0: for the morphing of like her face, which I feel like her face changes every yeah, it does. time she's filmed. It's wild.
1: Um. So, yeah, took a blue pill. She woke up with a boner in her back. But he couldn't jizz cuz he got tired. No.
0: Yeah. I wasn't expecting his dick to be hard, but he he gave me the meat that I wanted, but he couldn't orgasm. So out of breath. <laughs>
1: this is great. This is great TV, you know.
0: It really um, is. I had laughed so hard, seventh time in 2.5 years of dating that they've had sex.
1: He got her a uh, a travel pocket, also called a purse.
0: No, no, this is like one of those super dorky like, like pockets that you put like no you put it like under your jeans. Like you put it around your waist and then you put it under your clothes so like people can't pickpocket you easily. They were really popular in like the 90s. I didn't actually know these even existed anymore. Okay. Awesome. Uh really super super dorky. And yeah. There's no. She lost this because she didn't want to wear it like a dork. <laughs> and he, don't forget, he also bought her three hundred a uh, one, three hundred dollar box of hair.
1: And it and this is this is coming from a man who believes that a toothbrush is an excellent gift. So
0: <laughs> that's true. Uh, I forgot like, that.
1: Um, do you remember? the story with Jasmine's hair. We don't need to get into it, but like her, all of her hair is fake, I believe. And there's like some reason for this. Like she has alopecia or something. I can't remember. Oh,
0: she doesn't have alopecia because she's using hair extensions and not a wig. Um, So she has natural. I think she's just like, I don't remember what the story was, but like you have to have natural hair to attach an extension to. Uh-huh. So the fact so that her is, current hair costs her $3,500, yeah. $3, like
1: it's not, that's a lot. Uh, It's a lot, but given that this is not like some glam thing for her, like this is like she doesn't have a lot of hair anymore because of some reason. And this is like obviously really, really important to her. Um, So
0: I I don't remember. You may be being a little bit generous. I think it might be a little bit of glam thing, (laughs) but I don't remember specifically. We'll have to look it up. Um, but yeah, I do, I do remember that her hair like wasn't as plentiful as it used to be, which is true of like any woman that ages, you know, any person, Sure, like people generally lose hair as they get older.
1: There's a bit of a spar about budget and Gino just withers immediately (laughs) and he can't even use words. Um, (laughs) Yeah. He's 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 like he can articulate himself on camera in the ITM afterward, but he is so scared of her that most of the time he can't get out his weird thoughts on camera. But then yeah. we get to the we then we get to like the big thing, which is it's time in episode four to talk pre-nush.
0: Kyle, I've been working every single day since 1993 and I've invested, you know, I have invested my money, and I've worked so hard. And what are you talking about?
1: And, and I'm super uh, in yeah. love with
0: you, and you're that's super cool. in love with me. And oh, yeah. uh, what so I'm saying? Oh, uh, what am I yeah. saying? Uh, we'll be, we'll be together forever. And but, uh, uh, but we're gonna last forever. But in case, in case something happens outside, uh, is
1: this, um, this going to be about the fact that you literally destroyed my career? <laughs>
0: What do you think about a prenup? (laughs) Fuck you 100 times. Fuck you. (laughs) So uh, not keen, not keen on it. (laughs) Oh,
1: yeah. That didn't go very well, did it?
0: (laughs) Immediately takes off her engagement ring. I I did find that a little surprising. Yeah. We
1: are no longer engaged. I'm taking it off.
0: It's almost as though they've discussed this many times before and she has made it clear it is not okay with her
1: we um, over the years how many how many prenup conversations have we seen on this show
0: oh my god 17 like yeah 50
1: i think in this scenario i got to be on the side of you better fucking get a prenup dude yeah you have to
0: she even s- this is what's even funnier. It's like he's in the bedroom talking about the pre and why he needs one. And she can hear him. I know. He's right there. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking talking about
1: me? I mean, yeah. you. I mean, I'm right here.
0: <laughs> the camera is yeah. here. It's so funny to me. And like the fact that Jasmine sleeps in a whole ass different room. It's where, her her, sister? where did her sister
1: go? I yeah.
0: know. I'm like, where's the sister? Is she witnessing this? Did they make her leave because Jasmine wanted to hope to get the meat, you know, that she was hoping for? Like, <laughs> I don't know. But, like, while she's sleeping in another room, Gino, trying to save the relationships, writes this repo- proposal down, which is, <laughs> I think, roughly... If he initiates divorce, she will get the highest financial protection. If she initiates divorce, she gets nothing. But if she cheats, she also gets nothing, even if he initiates the divorce.
1: (laughs) So basically, the only scenario where Jasmine gets money is if he divorces her and leaves her stranded in a foreign country or he cheats on her. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. There's there's um no accounting for neglect, emotional abuse, physical abuse, none of that. No, nope. 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 just he if he him. cheats. Just if he cheats, even though he can't get his dick hard and has to jack off in a bathroom all the time. If this <laughs> man cheats, then again so this is the stupid, like Gino. The funny thing about this is, Gino honestly believes that he's being charitable here.
0: Oh, he is. This guy's delusional. Yeah. And I actually felt a little bit for Jasmine when she was like, Yeah, I've been divorced before. And I was left with fucking nothing except the clothes on my back. And I'm not even going to entertain this conversation. She's like, don't even waste your breath. I don't want to talk about it. If you want a prenup, we're not getting married, period. And I was like, damn, this is a hard line she's setting here. (laughs) She tells, you know, to get out of the apartment.
1: (laughs) I mean, I see, I see both sides. I mean, from her perspective, she's like, you caused me to have not just financial secure insecurity in the short term, but if our relationship doesn't work out, I'm going to be financially destitute because of you. Yeah. Unless I completely change my career and reinvent myself. Um, you know, social media followers from 90 day, notwithstanding. And from his perspective, I mean, fucking come on, come I mean, yeah. come on, come on. Do, do you really need to explain why you need a pre nush? And yeah. it's, it seems like it's a, I, I mean, I'm almost sure it's it's a vast like cultural difference. I don't think this is a thing. For yeah, a, I, like we've seen, like we've I never seen. Know.
0: I don't. Every think so. every time
1: that a prenup comes up and it's in a a central or southern American country, they are fucking baffled by this idea. It's enraging yeah. to them,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it, I'm sure it is for a lot of people here too. But, um. They always, they always relent, don't they? Um, I mean, I can't remember. Someone gives up and it's usually the person demanding the prenup giving up.
0: I can't remember anyone ever signing a prenup except the teenager that married that super, super old piano guy. Yeah. Uh, what was her name? Nikki Mark and, and Nikki. Mark and Nikki. Yeah. She signed it. Um, and anyway, yeah, the. Jasmine, this is where things get dark. Like, after Gino tries to talk calmly with her about this new proposal, which is absurd, and, like, again, written on a napkin, she just starts screaming at him that she gets along better with her exes than Gino, her exes are hotter than Gino, her exes don't have sex problems like Gino, and her exes have more money than Gino. And are younger. And her younger and Gino says you're the worst sexual person in the world, which I thought was fucking hilarious. What the fuck does it, it, that makes, mean? it just makes no sense. <laughs> I don't know what it means. I don't know. What is that? She like she constantly
1: wants to fuck you. I mean, it, yeah. How, I, I I somehow have a hard time believing that Jasmine is like a dead fish in bed or something. How how what how does it make the worst sexual person in the world? What does that mean?
0: I don't know. It's so wild, but why are like, he poses the question. Why aren't you with your ex then? And I'm like, that is a great question. Why aren't you with your ex? Because if I'm putting these, (laughs) putting these two side by side, I would say, go for that guy that we saw earlier in the season. He looks way better than Gino and just generally better looking, richer, I don't know. Seems like the better catch to me. <laughs> These two are just I, I I know some people don't like them. I think they're great casting. I just think they're so dumb. All right. Um let's let's talk about Riley real quick. I I don't have a ton on this dude. I mean, it was I guess we saw them meet. We saw Riley meet Violet. And again, They seem pretty comfortable with each other. I think it's kind of surprising.
1: Yeah, the airport meeting was fine. They have their little stupid jokes, but okay. You know, (laughs) sure. Weird, yeah. Whoever touches the feather first loses. Okay. Didn't know it was middle school, but that's fine. Um, Yeah, she seems nervous. They're joking around. I mean, honestly, they're joking around. It's really nerdy, but it's kind of cute. The airport meeting was fine. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And he just seems really enamored. She brings him flowers. It was really nice. And apparently they're not even staying in separate rooms at the hotel. They're staying like she's staying at home and he is staying like in this hotel. Yeah. Is that what you gathered? Like, I I don't know. Because, you know, it it was weird. We'll see. He says like, oh, she she comes knocking on my room. But I'm like, is she even staying there? Because we see her get in a cab later.
1: Right. I wonder if she couldn't get child care. Um,
0: oh yeah. Good point. Yeah.
1: But that, that's the only thing I can think. It just, I don't know. It was strange, but I, m- my favorite part of this that I thought was really funny is I think that he genuinely made an honest kind of mistake. He got her a pearl bracelet and then she's like oh cool And then in an ITM she basically says That pearls aren't shit in Vietnam Nobody gives a fuck <laughs> They're just like around Like you just find a pearl in the gutter You know
0: <laughs> It was so funny about the pearls Yeah he thinks he bought her this like super fancy gift And she's like We farm pearls all up and down the coast of Vietnam I don't even like pearls These are like not Rare here They're at not even all. good <laughs> yeah, it's really funny.
1: Where'd you fucking get these? Louisiana? God.
0: And he totally got her the full set, like the bracelet, the necklace, the earrings. And he thinks it's such a great gift. It Pearls are like a little old school. Like to get like a string yeah. of pearls. Like. I don't know. It's, it's th- not th- something you would yeah. buy your wife, is it? I don't know.
1: No, no, no. She would think I'm getting her like a grandma gift.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. Maybe Riley's old school, but...
1: What am I going to go fucking, like, look in the... Go go searching for in the Titanic tomorrow? Like, what are you doing?
0: (laughs) So, but otherwise, like, they do sensible things. They get back to the hotel. They take showers. They get dressed for a nice dinner. He doesn't seem super tired from the flight. Like, they still go to dinner. And, yeah, and then she just kind of, like... He, they have this conversation, which they teased a lot in the preview, which is
1: massive hey, preview frauding.
0: Massive. Yeah, turned out to be a big nothing burger. But she's like, "Yeah, I got to work tomorrow." And he's and like, he's "Okay, like, oh
1: shit, bummer."
0: Okay, <laughs> he's like barely even mad.
1: The preview I made know. it seem like he was pounding the table and like screaming and cursing about it.
0: Right. He doesn't. He's like, we can tell from the next time on that he gets like increasingly irritated about this. But on, in this particular scene, she's like, yeah, I have like a work thing. I, She says, she has a mission with school and we know she's a math teacher. Yeah. And Riley's kind of like, all right. She's like, if you want to meet me at night, there's like, yeah, I want to meet you whenever I can. But, I mean, maybe she, if she's a teacher, maybe she can't take vacation. Again, right. why didn't they discuss this?
1: Right. That's what I was thinking. Like, the expectations are clearly wildly off here. But these two talk all the time, and maybe they're surface level, and they joke a lot around. But then again, like, Riley feeling like he fe- he needs to hire a private investigator is not a really good sign of their communication <laughs> skills, you know? <laughs> So I don't know, but yeah, you would think that you you would, you would really think that something as simple as I need to freaking work while you're going to be here. Just FYI would have been not a shock to him.
0: Yeah. It's really strange. I also just feel like maybe this is the healthier way to do it. You know, I mean, we always see these relationships (laughs) and flip each other off, (laughs)
1: just give each other the finger all the time.
0: Well, no, but we see people spending like 24 seven with somebody they've been talking to for years, but have never seen like maybe it is better to ease into it, have dinner, have a little like anticipation for the next night and dinner and then like build up to it rather than okay we're gonna have dinner and then we're gonna go straight back to the hotel and you're gonna listen to me take a dump and then we're gonna go to bed maybe not have sex because i'm not comfortable and then we'll wake up in the morning and you're gonna smell my morning breath and like i just met you you know
1: you have to admit though most of the couples that are successful on before the 90 fuck immediately and a lot that's true
0: yeah they do but she made it clear that it's like not cool to stay in the hotel with him. Right. Like, because in Vietnam, that's not accepted. So, but then she gets in a cab to go home. So again, I'm, I'm unclear. She's like staying in the hotel the rest of the week. It's, it's just, I don't know. They don't really say,
1: um, let's talk about David for 10 seconds. Um,
0: I yeah, mean, these
1: th- two, these two are banging, right?
0: These two are banging for sure. These two are getting the hero edit every time. Yeah. I mean, we only yeah. see a very short scene. I mean, it's it's a long. They, <sighs> these two have a lot of filler content. It's kind of suspicious. Like she's going to spend a couple days with David in the hotel somewhere, and. You know, that we see a lot of like airport footage of him getting to um, you know, getting there and whatnot, but really all we see is their greeting, which I actually thought was really emotional.
1: It was super sweet. And she for some reason I thought that she wouldn't I don't I don't remember why. Maybe this just was a part of the the preview. I really didn't think that she was going to learn much American sign language, but she's she knows some. They're not going to be completely unable to communicate with each other.
0: Yeah, it's not going to be a Scott and Lydia situation.
1: Right. I mean, she immediately knows how to bust out the phone and say some words. She says the words in English into the phone, which I thought was interesting too, because Mm -hmm. the phone can... I, I assume the phone can translate... Vietnamese into English text. It wasn't like the phone was showing the signs like at the bar. Um, so, yeah, I don't, it, they, they can talk. They, they understand how to use a phone translator. Wild.
0: <laughs> Incredible. Uh, Wild stuff. Yeah. She also like figured out childcare. She's like, sorry, son, going on a bank trip, leaves her kid with her parents so she can, you know, go with David. But again, she says they're spending a couple of days or a few days like in the hotel. And so it feels like David's going to come back and stay with her in her house.
1: That's when the drama's actually going to start, you know?
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. And, but it does feel like there are a ton of people in the airport, like watching them. She's crying when they're embracing right. and they're really excited to go back to the hotel right away and bang it out. And so I don't know. I guess there's hope for them.
1: You want to talk uh Amanda or Christian first?
0: Let's talk Amanda, get it out of the way and then we'll do Cleo last.
1: Amanda and Pancake Man.
0: Oh god.
1: So, I, I mean, mean again, like he is still I think being very patient and trying to be understanding. Uh, I understand why he doesn't want to argue with her. This is day two. Just see if you even freaking like each other without the baggage and then kind of go into the drama. Right. I mean, I, I get where he's coming from.
0: I just feel like this entire storyline is so boring. We need a massive pivot. Like let's bring Darcy yeah. on the scene. This guy is perfect for her. And then we can like boot Amanda out and have Rasmin and Darcy create a social media empire together. That is the outcome I'm looking for.
1: <laughs> That's genius. That's <laughs> genius. I know. And, you know. and let's just see what, yeah, let's see what happens. I I, it's, it's going to be interesting. I think the only thing I can see interesting coming up is She's been so cold to him. She's been like downright mean to him sometimes. She's super boring. She's a wet blanket. But then I guarantee she's going to lose her freaking mind during this music video shoot. So like, which is it? Are you aloof and you just treat him like shit? Or are you madly in love with him and can't stand the thought of him being with another woman? Because nothing she's doing would ever make like any man with any self-respect, um, drawn, drawn to her more, right?
0: No, I don't understand it at all. She's so boring. I think she's different in private. I think this is part of the like immaturity, is that she's doing this thing where she's like, oh, you know, I don't care about you. I don't like you. But I think when the cameras are off and they're in private, I think she's like, I really like you. Evidence by the hickey is a good,
1: yeah, (laughs) still
0: there. Because
1: it's day two.
0: Yeah, I think she like is really into him when it's just the two of them and no cameras. And I think she's trying to play it cool and coy when the cameras are rolling. Like, whatever. I guess she wants it to appear like he is after her so hard. And this is just like like an immature um, game to play.
1: I agree. I mean, it's almost like she's thinking like, well, what if my boys watch this in a few years and hate my hate their mom?
0: Yeah, I could see that playing into it, too. I mean, he is pushing her to tell her kids about their relationship. And she's like, absolutely not. So, um, but this is the
1: same fucking person who just literally two days ago before she flew there. She was telling, like, lest we forget, she was telling her fucking sister that she was hoping for an engagement.
0: So with, I know. Again, like,
1: which is it?
0: I know. It doesn't make any sense. She won't even eat a pancake from his mouth as a joke. She's, like, so uncomfortable with him on camera. It's, like, alarming. What it's has she eaten? Like, what has it's she eaten the whole time they've been there? She won't eat shellfish, any fish, because not tuna, packaged food, dairy, waffles in a bag pancakes like what food is just better in Europe I I don't know about Romania specifically but it's just better I mean the GMO thing I get but like Europe has such less GMO food than the States like she's just going to be better off in general And like, I don't understand if these are dietary restrictions based on like medical diagnoses, or if this is is just allergies, or yeah, yeah. Like, it just seems like I mean, he says she's just picky, and she doesn't say, "Oh, I can't eat dairy. I'm lactose intolerant," or like, "I have celiac." Like, she's just like, "I don't like waffles in bags." And it's like, okay, cool. But you're traveling and you're staying at somebody's house. What? Can't? What has she eaten in two days, Kyle? Maybe she's just hangry, and that's why she's being mean.
1: <laughs> that would make like, a lot of sense. This yeah. is one of those things that you know we've talked about before. It's like it—it's a sign of immaturity, I think. When all you can do is tell someone in a shitty tone what you don't want, but yes. you never—you never tell them what you actually do want. Like, instead of, like, I want to eat that, I want to eat that, like, fine, like, all, like I said at the beginning of this of the episode, all of these dietary restrictions, like, are fine, like, who cares, eat whatever you want, sure, like, I actually don't even think this list necessarily even means that she's a picky eater, because all of them could be explained totally rationally, but... She's not telling him what she actually wants. Like, can we just have like a chicken salad or something? Oh, that looks good. Let's get that. Look, it's none of that. It's just like, meh, you don't remember that when I don't (laughs) like crab. Like, okay, I just saw you for the first time two days ago. Like, if you're on the phone with someone that you've never seen before, I mean, I could see tuning out that kind of stuff because it's boring.
0: Yeah, I know. I I totally agree. Like, she's not saying, like, I, I talk about this all the time. Like, don't tell me what not to do. Like, tell me what to do. She doesn't say, let's make some mashed potatoes. I She just, she's just a fucking wet blanket. She sucks. She complains about the birds at the park. She thinks there's bats. I, I just don't even know, like, what to say about this. It It's going to be 10 more episodes of Amanda complaining.
1: Right. I mean, it's kind of awkward to sit there while someone is clearly having a conversation about you in another language. I get it. But why why can't his summary of what they talked about? I don't know. She's just she's pissed off at him all the time for almost no reason. I feel like it just didn't seem like that big of a deal to me.
0: I yeah, I know. Like this is I mean, I think I mentioned this last week when we were talking about the next time on. But. If you are going to date someone who speaks a different language than you as their native language in their own country, in their own fucking country, and he's talking to someone who doesn't speak English, yeah, he's going to speak Romanian and he's not going to sit there and translate every goddamn line for you. Like, what are you expecting? It's just so dumb. Like, yeah, and they're probably gonna talk about you because you're visiting and they're talking about the music video, and he already asked you to be in the music video, and you said absolutely not. So you
1: know, you, you might be shocked to learn that you don't have to be an actor to just be in a music video looking hot.
0: Oh my god. What, right? Are,
1: are there going to be, is this going to be like fucking a Tariq music video where she's going to have lines <laughs> and there's going to be like a five minute intro that makes no fucking sense?
0: It's so dumb. And I'm not an actor.
1: Just say that you're fucking camera shy and you don't want to do it.
0: Is it surprise anyone that Amanda doesn't want to indulge in a new experience? God, I know, right? Live your goddamn life. You've been Ugh.
1: sheltered forever. Do something that makes you an interesting person that you have a story about.
0: Except go to see this dude in Romania and give him hickeys and like eat a bite of a pancake in 48 hours but nothing else. <laughs> it's like, the one he thing that I gives do- me
1: so many reasons to be jealous.
0: Ugh, dude, you met him On Instagram or TikTok by sending him gifts Uh, through the internet.
1: Literally, you met him by being thirsty. So, like, come on.
0: How do you not know this is the deal? I just don't get it. It's like meeting a doctor when you go to the ER and then complaining that he works late. Like, yeah,
1: no, that this is like, this is like dating a gynecologist and telling him you can't look at pussy anymore. <laughs> Fuck off.
0: <laughs> the one thing that was telling is Rosman says, Oh, you know, like I've been really trying really hard to get this visibility and, you know, this music video is really important to me. Like, this guy is definitely, like, gunning hard for his career. That's the only reason he's on this show. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, big surprise. But I don't know. It's just, it's suspicious. And uh, then the
1: last thing that pissed me off is she she starts to play this stupid game. Where it's like, well. You do whatever you want in your actions will tell me like what I need to know again. Shut up. It's 17 year old shit. Stop it.
0: Yeah. It's really bad. Anyway there. Yeah. She, again, I I said at the beginning, I'll say it again. She talks to Rasvin and acts the way she acts around him is how I acted in like eighth or ninth grade. So, yeah, uh, yeah, it's really unsettling. So new I think, all we, yeah, new couple. All we have left is Cleo and Christian. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah. I don't like the way this is being produced. I'm very nervous. They got it right with Gabe and now they're getting everything wrong. What did you think they're gonna, about them they're waiting? Fuck
1: this up. <laughs> they're, they're, fuck this up. they're
0: already <laughs> fucking it up. What did you think about them not, because when we read the cast bios and we did kind of the preview for the season, we knew that there was an autistic trans woman on the season. And then, you know, we, we didn't see her in the first three episodes. So when she appears this episode, we know who she is, but maybe some viewers that aren't obsessed with the show as us didn't know, but were they trying, I was like, are they trying to hide the fact that she's trans or is it just something they're not going to talk about at all?
1: Yeah, I was wondering if they were just going to not bring it up. You know, in the context of that first scene when we meet Cleo, I guess it's not relevant. So I don't know. I kind of forgave them for that. But I guess maybe people could see it as like, well, they want to build it up for shock value or something later. You know, that TLC would would do some shit like that. Um, Yeah.
0: I was worried about that and I was like this is bad 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 and it made me nervous the whole time watching her because I I don't know. I think it like she is an interesting character. You know, we haven't seen uh an autistic cast member, or at least a, a cast member that was open about being autistic and talking about it. And I thought it was really weird that we like break the fourth wall right off the bat too.
1: Yeah, I, I mean I thought that was Interesting that so basically like Cleo is walking down the middle of London, which you know, I guess if you're if you really are a model, you gotta live in big cities and in London is one of those. It's just it's unfortunate that if she's forced to live there, I mean she lives in like probably the worst place, one of the worst places imaginable for her um her her audio visual sensitivity.
0: I don't know how... So let's talk about Christian for a second. Christian describes himself as the life of the party. The Halloween party that they show... Yeah, never a good sign.
1: (laughs) Fucking Gemini's, you know? This
0: this is Caleb 2.0. You're totally right. And he just... But this party that he's at... I'm like, there are five (laughs) other people here. You have a keg of Natty Light... And you're just like dancing around in a costume, like around
1: like I a bonfire. It's kind of,
0: yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I mean, I know you're in Minnesota and everything, and that's probably what you do, but it just doesn't <laughs> seem like there's seven people here. This is, and also going to London is very low stakes. This is not a big life changing thing.
1: Totally. Yeah, this whole thing, this whole thing's like, these are the best kind of storylines though. There's no sex at all. There's no kids. They're both young. Like they're, they're flying on, they can, they can fly on like Delta for 400 bucks. (laughs) You know,
0: (laughs) the only stakes are that Cleo is trans and they have the cringiest conversation between this dude, Christian and his friends where he has to say, he Tried to make out, this is irrelevant information. Irrelevant information. <laughs> I tried to make out with a guy in college and I'm heterosexual AF. And I'm like, not relevant, not relevant to anything we're discussing here. And the female friend says, but you aren't attracted to men. I'm like, what it's man not, are we talking about? Because Leo it, is a woman. What if she has that, some boobies up front and a dick down low? Dude, just don't talk just anymore. Close. Shut the fuck up. Close. No mouth. Your
1: fucking mouth, bro.
0: Uh, like I,
1: I, and the thing that's frustrating is I really think that none of these people believe them in themselves that they're transphobic. They're just yeah. really fucking stupid. Yeah. And, and maybe they've never met a trans person in their life. I don't know. Maybe I'm giving them a benefit of the doubt, but usually I have a good nose for when people are horrific trans homophobes and transphobes. And I think that these people are just super ignorant. Yeah. And I think to his credit, he does a de- like I said before, I think he does a decent job. Like, I don't hate, I don't hate Christian at all yet. Um, he seems like, He's just kind of a Caleb party boy kind of probably probably kind of a douche. But here's the thing like this storyline I think is going to end up being very upsetting. Um,
0: I'm really worried about it. I was worried to talk about this like conversation between – these friends, this is just like, it was so, I was cringing the whole time. I was like verbally have, being like, oh God, no, no, Have they had
1: no. gender confirmation surgery yet? Like,
0: dude. Like, come on.
1: Stop pretending that those words have ever come out of your mouth before today. You know?
0: Yeah, yeah. I know. And it was like really upsetting then to see that scene and then hear Cleo talk about like her struggles as a kid like she was already autistic and like adding trans to that seemed just so overwhelming and her friend jane that she meets at the vintage store you know she's seen her go through this whole journey for years and cleo just hasn't you know she talks about the surgeries that she she could have um she's been transitioning for nine years she's you know taking the meds and the hormones but she just hasn't it sounds like she hasn't found the right surgeon yet to like help her with some of the surgeries she wants to do.
1: Shit's expensive too. I mean, I'm not really sure how gender affirming care is dealt with, with the NHS. We probably are going to learn more about that. Um, I just don't know. But this storyline I think is going to be rough because Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be painfully similar to Caleb and Lena. I don't think that he really understands how her neurodivergence affects her on a day-to-day basis. And he's, he's going to try. I think he's honestly going to give a really big effort to try to deal with it. And it's going to be overwhelming for him. I don't even think, I mean, I, I honestly believe that her being trans won't really be that big of a deal in the, in the grand scheme of the storyline with, with mm-hmm. their romance i think it's more gonna be they've been chatting online they i think they're being big jokers online they seem like both into meme culture and Mm -hmm. they're both on reddit all day i'm sure and when they get together i'm sure that he that that cleo has told him hey you know I have really hard time with like sensory overload and blah, blah, blah. But he doesn't understand what that actually means. And it's just going to be, I think the reason why it's concerning to me is in the first scene, Cleo, I think, understandably relates a lot of her day-to-day experiences and how she deals with the world back to her autism. Right? But I'm sure that not every single thing that they talk about over text has to do with her autism. It's gonna be shocking to him.
0: Yeah. I think you're you're totally right. Like he wants to be at a party and out socially all the time. Remember when Caleb wanted to do all the, you know, physical activities? And Alina was like, I can't. Like I can't I walk for more than 15 minutes at a time. And I think it's gonna be like that. Like I think you're right. Right. Um, overall thoughts on the episode
1: you know uh, Gino Jasmine Misha like really funny and entertaining everyone else i don't know david seems like an actual love story riley is a is a fucking twat and uh amanda sucks i don't know i think i think the season has picked up but it's still like 50-50 for me i am uh very nervous about this this cleo and christian storyline and and not even because they individually are Bad people, or something. It's just, I just, I don't know. I don't trust TLC. Yeah,
0: I feel similarly. Um, I am nervous about the Cleo and Christian situation, but the season has picked up for me. I think that Gino and Jasmine are fucking hilarious. Um, I kind of like shitting on Amanda and Rosman <laughs> a little bit, I have to admit. And yeah, just overall, I, I enjoyed the episode. Misha and Nicola as well. I just think it's going to be really interesting to see how they continue to interact throughout the season. So that's it for today. We'll see you next week for episode five. Thanks, everybody.